Well, once again, welcome. Super glad that you are here. My name is Ethan, and I'm excited to talk about this topic today. We're in a series called Reset. Now, certain things are true of, of everyone, regardless of what you believe about church, the Bible, or even God. And I believe that this is true of me and true of you, that everyone needs a reset from time to time, especially after 2020. We all need to hit the reset button. We need to reevaluate a few areas in our life. And this series is all about that. Now, when I was in high school, I fell in love with long distance running. Crazy, right? I mean, who in their right mind falls in love with such a strange and painful thing? I mean, I loved it. I adored it. It's all I thought about, all I did, all I talked about. As a freshman in high school, I knew that's what I wanted to do for the next four years of my high school life and even into college. I made goals for myself, time goals, where I'd have to hit each year so I made sure I could get a good scholarship and run in college. I was obsessed with running. I wanted to be the best runner that I could be. One of my running heroes uh, was a guy in the 70s named Steve Prefontaine. And, and he said this, to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. Now, that resonated with me because if running was my gift, and I, I was believing that it was, right? If I were to not do my best, then I was sacrificing my gift. And I didn't want to sacrifice it. So I wanted to be the best runner I could be. But something in between my sophomore and junior year of high school, something happened. It wasn't an injury. It wasn't an accident. I got my driver's license and I got a girlfriend. And since I had a girlfriend and a car, I needed gas money and money for food. And so I had to get a part-time job. And I wanted to hang out with other friends who were not on the track team. And so all those things started to add up and my running goals became a little foggy. I kind of forgot why I was working so hard. They felt a little less important day after day. And after a while, I started taking more days off from running. After a while, I became less interested in going to practice until eventually I quit the team halfway through my senior year. I completely gave up on my goals. I didn't care anymore. Something that I had loved so much. I would strive so hard to work toward. I gave up. I mean, I run now once in a while just to keep the dad bod away, but I completely walked away from running. Something I loved and cared for so much. I was so driven to do, so passionate about something that I had once considered a gift. I had completely given it up. So why am I telling you this today? Well, I'm telling you this because you have gifts. You have passions. You have talents. You have something hardwired in you that makes you unique. You have a unique personality, unique likes and dislikes, unique talents and gifts and passions. And I would assume that attached to those passions, you have goals 
Whether you've written them down or not, you have goals that you want to achieve. And those goals are dependent on you using your gifts. And maybe if I were to guess, something along the way has gotten in the way between you and your goals, an obstacle has gotten in the way of you and your goals and maybe slowed down your your progress of reaching that goal or maybe even made you walk away from it completely. And I would say that we share this, you and I, that 2020 was that obstacle that stood in our way of using our passions, of using our, our gifts, our talents, of achieving our goals. 2020 did that to us. I mean, last year derailed all of us in almost every, every area of our lives. And maybe for you, it derailed you from using your gifts and talents, especially if those included people. If those included being around people, spending time with people, if it involved events or services, if it simply involved leaving your house, well, 2020 stood in between that. And maybe you're sitting here today you feel like you've had to abandon your gifts. You've, you feel like you've had to walk away from your purpose in this life or your goals because something was taken from you. I mean, I know my experience in 2020 was that way. I love nothing more than being around people, one-on-one or small groups of people or large groups of people. I love it. I'm 110% extroverted. I can be around people from the minute I wake up until the minute I go to bed. And 2020 took that from me. I felt like 2020 stole something from me. And it's easy to feel lost. I know that I felt lost. It's easy to feel like you have nothing to offer to your family, to your spouse, to your job, to this world. It's easy to feel like I don't have any gifts or talents. I've lost my passions. I've lost what makes me feel unique. So my hope for the rest of our time together is is not only that we discover that we have gifts, not only that that we've discovered that those gifts are, are hardwired into who we are, but also how to use those gifts during and after a pandemic. Now, I'd love to share a disclaimer. We're not going to get into a lot of specifics today. There are a lot of handful of spiritual gifts and, and they work very uniquely to the way you are wired with your passions, with your hobbies, with your talents. And so my hope for today, as you watch this, is that this conversation is a diving board that launches you in to more discovery of how God has hardwired you. And so the first thing that we need to talk about is this. God gave you a purpose. You have a reason to be on this earth. And if someone told you otherwise, I'm sorry, because it's not true. You have a purpose on being here. You're here for a reason. Now, maybe you grew up believing the Bible and you accept the fact that God made you and he made you with a purpose. But maybe you're a bit more skeptical and that's perfectly okay 
Maybe you're more skeptical. Maybe you aren't sure if you have a purpose given by God, or maybe you're not even sure if you were created by a God. And if that's you, let me say this. Let me encourage you to take a step toward learning more about creation, about God, and about our purpose. I believe it makes more sense to believe that we were created by a loving God than to think we're some kind of cosmic accident with no real purpose. I've spent a large majority of my life reading books about finding my purpose, asking people, will you help me find my purpose? It's, it's taken up a lot of my life because I want to know my purpose. But a little over 2,000 years ago, a lawyer asked Jesus, a very smart man asked him, what's the greatest commandment of all the law? There's over 600 laws. What's the greatest one? This man I can, I can relate to. He was looking for a purpose to be on this earth. He wanted to know what's the most important thing I can do with my life. And Jesus' response is this. The greatest thing that you can do on this planet, the greatest thing you can do is to love God. If you're looking for a purpose, love God. And the second is like it. Love people as yourself. So what, what's my purpose on this earth? To love God, to praise him, and to love people, to serve people, to care for people. Now, the cool part about this is that we all share one purpose. We all have this one purpose together, but we're all unique. So we have gifts and passions, likes and dislikes that make loving God and loving people unique to each and every one of us. So the second thing I want to talk about today is this. God gave you a purpose, but he also gave you gifts that work toward that purpose. Romans 12, four through eight say, says, for just as each of us has one body with many members and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given each of us given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophecy in accordance with your faith. Faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. You have gifts that God gave you. These are hard wired into who you are. I mean, you can find spiritual gifts tests online and I would love to encourage you to take one of those. We'll actually post a link to one of those in the comment section below if you just wanna click and take it right now. And after you take the test, you'll find your results and you'll be surprised at how accurate those results are. Those results are like a key that can unlock how your gifts go hand in hand with your talents and your passions. Now, a common problem that I hear a lot, maybe even for students in the room, this is what you're thinking right now. And I, I hear it a lot, but I also felt it for most of my life. And it's this. A lot of us think this, that we're not where we need to be that to really use the gifts we have, or if God's wired us in some way, we must be 
blank. Fill the blank in with however you feel right now. We must be older. I got to be older to use my gifts. I'm too young. I'm too young. We must be in a different job. God God doesn't want me in this job right now. I can't use my gifts. I'm just going to wait to get a different job, a better job, and then I'll use my gifts. Uh, I got to be out of high school. I can't do this in high school. I got to be an adult. Maybe you think, Man, if I didn't have so many kids in my house, (laughs) once these kids get a little bit older or once I'm an empty nester, then, then I'll start using my gifts. Or if I were just in full-time ministry, I could really use my gifts for God. No, 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 no. If I blank, when I blank, if only I could be blank, I could really use my gifts. I've said it a million times, and maybe you have as well. But the reality is, and the third thing I want to talk about today is this, you are in a place right now, you are in a place to use those gifts. I mean, where are you right now? Take a look around, not just literally right now, but think about your week. Where are you? Who are you around? God has wired you to use those gifts here and now. They're not unlocked once you get a little bit older or once you memorize 30 Bible verses or you have more free time because those moments may never come. Are you at home all week? I mean, probably, right? We're, we're mainly home all week. Use your gifts to care for your spouse, your kids, your siblings, Pick up, a, pick up the phone and call a friend, text a friend, write someone a note. Or maybe you spend most of your time online, on Zoom. That's like a curse word these days. Use your gifts there, in the here and the now. Care for your coworkers, care for your boss. Use Facebook as a platform for good, as a platform to use your gifts. Take a look around you. Where are you in your life? Who is around you? And how can you use those gifts for them? The reality is you can use your gifts, whatever they may be, alongside of your passions and talents, whatever they may be, to accomplish your purpose, loving God and people, wherever you are. I want to say that again. It's a a lot of stuff going on. I'm going to draw it here in a second. The reality is you can use your gifts, whatever they are, alongside of your passions and talents, whatever they may be, to accomplish your purpose, loving God and people, wherever you are, wherever you are. Oh, I only go to the grocery store and the gym. That's it. I work from, oh, great. Use your gifts at the gym, at the grocery store. Use them online. Use them with your kids, your spouse, Use them with everyone you come in contact with. You have an opportunity to use the talents and the gifts that you are hardwired with. So I would love to show you this in real time. Now, let me just clarify. I almost probably failed uh, high school art class, probably because I was thinking about running or my girlfriend or whatever. But stay with me. This is hopefully going to work. So you have purpose. We've talked about that. You have a purpose So this line right here, well, it represents your purpose, okay? Loving God and loving people. That right there, loving God 
and loving people. You have gifts. If you don't know your spiritual gift, that's fine. Go online right now or after this and take a test. It'll open your eyes to so many things. So your purpose, you have purpose. It's already given. You have gifts that are hardwired into who you are. And this is where things get even more fun. You have talents and hobbies and likes and dislikes. That line is represented here. Likes, passions, hobbies, whatever it may be, golf, working out, cooking, writing, singing, crafts, woodworking, whatever it may be, you like that, maybe because you just like it. But the great part is you can use that. You can use that. Now this other line represents where you are. Are you at work? Are you on the computer? Are you at home? Where are you? That's represented right here. So in front of us, you see your purpose, your gifts, where you are, your passion and your hobbies. And the reality is where all these things meet, right here in this middle, that is an amazing place to be. This right here, where all these meet is a sweet spot of where I can be, where you can be, where we can use our gifts, our passions, our hobbies, and we can use them where we are to accomplish our purpose of loving God and loving people. I mean, isn't that incredible that not only God created us, not only God gave us gifts, but our purpose on this earth can be as fun as using our gifts within our talents, our passions, our hobbies, our likes. I mean, there is so much joy, so much fun, so much freedom right there where all those collide. I mean, this right here is why you were made. This is why I was made to love God and love people where we are using our gifts and my hobbies. That's an amazing place and that should excite me and that should excite you. But the fourth thing I want to talk about today and the last thing I want to talk about today is this. What if something changes? What happens if something changes? What happens when we are neck deep in a pandemic or another unplanned situation and we start to feel lost? Do we give up our purpose? Do we give up our gifts? I mean, I'll be honest, during quarantine, I lost sight of my purpose. I felt like my gifts, gifts were no longer valid. I felt like the platform to use those gifts were taken away from me. And so I sat in my house, twirling my thumbs, feeling sorry for myself, so sorry for myself. And then I was reminded of this incredible moment that happened in the New Testament. It's this incredible moment that we see in the Gospel of Luke, and I'm going to read it for us. 
It's in chapter five, verse 17 through 19. It says, one day Jesus was teaching and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. He was healing people. Verse 18 says, some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. These guys, they wanted their friend to be healed. And they said they were going to take him to Jesus. Verse 19 says, when they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they left. No, it does not say that. It doesn't say they walked away discouraged, feeling sorry for themselves. It says, when they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. I mean, if we were to read on, you would see that Jesus did amazing things for the paralyzed man, but also for his friends. And that's an incredible miracle. Praise Jesus. But what I want to talk about in this moment are the friends. They met an obstacle and they found a new way. They didn't run home. They didn't give up. They didn't feel sorry for themselves. They adjusted. They pivoted and found a new way. After this past year, maybe your platform has changed. Maybe you, you're like me and you love being around people and that has changed. Maybe where you are has changed. Maybe the way you connect with other people have changed. But this, your purpose, your passions, your gifts, take a look around where you are. Those haven't really changed. Maybe you're not where you were, but what I'm saying is you can use these things where you are. Are Your purpose and your passion and your gifts are still the same. And 2020 cannot take that from us. A pandemic, sickness, death in a family member, by a family member, cannot take our purpose away. Unplanned situations, bad situations, issues, they cannot take our purpose, our gifts, our passions away. But because of 2020, we need to pivot. We need to readjust. We need to reset and look where we are, who's around us. How can we use our gifts and our passions to execute our purpose? So I want to talk to, to two different people in the room. Maybe, maybe you, you would say, you know what? I am a Christ follower. I, I follow Jesus. And, um, and, and my advice to you and to myself is to readjust don't give up. Maybe you spend your time in front of a computer all day, and I know, it's terrible. But you can still love God and love people through a computer screen. Find new and exciting ways to use your gifts and your talents to love the people around you. The other person in the room, you, you would say, you know what, I, I haven't actually started following Jesus yet. I'm just kind of kicking the tires once again, let me say, I'm so glad that you're watching this. Uh, you can kick the tires for as long as you want to here at Love Like Norman. We are so happy to call you our friend and a family member. But let me just say this to you. God loves you. God loves you so much 
So much that he sent his son to this earth to take away your sin so he can have a relationship with you, an actual relationship with you. And when Jesus took our sin, he gave us his righteousness, which secures our salvation. It gives us forgiveness and joy and peace, and it gives us purpose. It gives us purpose on this planet. And so let me just say in closing to you, if you're looking for purpose, maybe this is exactly what you were looking for. Will you pray with me? God, I thank you for anyone hearing my voice right now. I pray that we can all reset from 2020, that we can learn from what happened, that we can praise you for being good within and through it and being with us through that year. And can you make us bold, give us a spirit of boldness to look around where we are, to figure out how you have wired us with gifts, with passions, with likes and dislikes, and so that we could take a step into loving you and loving people well. In your son's name we pray, amen.